Whether you're embarking on a camping weekend or headed out on a cross-country road trip, a first aid kit is a handy thing to take along for the ride. Likewise, if you hired a handyman to help with any home-related reno, chances are they're going to show up with a trusty toolkit in tow fitted with a standard set of tools for the most common problems. A joy kit is no different. As you engage with the app, discovering resources and practices you find helpful along the way, the joy kit becomes your place to store and save your favorites. The building and assembling of your own set of tools is simply about paying attention to what stands out to you as you work your way through the app. Meditations you find handy, prayer practices that deeply resonate, helpful techniques you can realistically apply to your day-to-day life, etc. Having a source of preparedness everywhere you go is both diligent and wise for when the unknowns of life show up in surprise. And this kit helps you to have a quick reference and easy access for when you need it most. To help you get your joy kit started, below you will find a few key tips and suggestions we think are helpful for when life catches you by surprise or you're simply wanting to take a breather. Take a walk, alone or with a friend. Get outdoors and bask in the sunshine. Drink a warm, uncaffeinated beverage. Read an inspiring book. Watch something funny. Take a warm bath or shower. Take a 20-minute nap. Listen to your favorite song. Get a massage. Do an activity to elevate your heart rate. Practice deep breathing, one slow inhale and exhale at a time. Say the Lord's Prayer out loud slowly and thoughtfully. Drink a glass of cold water with a bit of mint, lemon, or lime. Write out one lesson you are currently learning from life. Quick access to science-backed, spiritually-based, and story-affirmed sources will certainly help you respond proactively to life rather than reactively. Over time, as you engage with the app and learn what specific practices and techniques resonate with you most, you can begin to tailor-specify your joy kit with tools that best represent your joy journey. The human journey is hard. The daily responsibilities of life can take a toll, leaving a weight that feels burdensome, monotonous, and tiresome. As we juggle it all, work, health, home, friendships, and family, we also manage our hidden wrestlings, our dreams and frustrations, our goals and longings, and our inner struggles and insecurities. The balancing act in trying to manage it all and to manage it all well can cause anyone to lose heart along the way. But giving formation and intention to any pursuit helps to make it all a little less daunting and a lot more approachable. Spiritual formation is all about recognizing and learning what to let go of and what is healthy and important to embrace. Through the regular practice of spiritual disciplines, such as prayer, scripture meditation, deep listening, contemplation, self-examination, silence, and solitude, and beyond. Forming structure and creating intent helps one deepen their understanding and experience of God. As these spiritual disciplines are practiced and lived out in day-to-day life, formation takes shape by way of new thoughts, new habits, and new beliefs, leading one to a deeper and more grounded sense of self, God, and the world around them. In Galatians 4.19, Paul writes, My dear children, 
for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. We see spiritual formation here as a long, hard, tedious labor of love. But ultimately, it is a beautiful bundle of joy that's all about birthing something new, something more Christ-like. And at the heart of it all, spiritual formation is all about positioning one's life in the right direction and posturing one's heart in the right pursuit. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, 33. Many classic stories focus on a hero who sets out on an adventure. The classic storyline goes a little something like this. The hero sets out into the great unknown with eager anticipation and expectation. The journey takes longer than expected. Great difficulties, challenges, and dangers arise. But by journey's end, the traveler is transformed. This same kind of story can be said for the journey of spiritual formation. As the spiritual disciplines are applied to everyday life, they do not represent merit or an earning of God's favor, nor do they equate to an easy life of spiritual success. This way of thinking is not part of God's kingdom. Rather, the disciplines are exercises, principles, practices, growth-directed habits, and a forming of daily conditioning, which equip us to live fully and freely in the present reality of God. Yes, it's a journey that will take longer than expected. There will be great difficulties and unexpected challenges that arise along the way, but ultimately, a transformation process does take place. Spiritual formation is all about a transformation journey. Take the story of Joseph, for example. He went from being an arrogant young snob in a coat of many colors to a kidnapped victim, then a slave, a prisoner, and finally a ruler saving God's people. This is the sort of transformation that awaits every believer. But it takes a lifetime of formation into making us into the image and likeness of Christ. In the same way a runner is equipped to compete in a marathon by the discipline of physical training, so too do spiritual disciplines free us to live each day with easy yoke and light burden, as said in Matthew 11.30. Through the discipline of spiritual training, things like meditation, fasting, study, submission, confession, worship, and beyond. And as much as we humans would love to have control over the planning and speed of this process, the transforming comes from God. We cannot transform ourselves, which is what makes spiritual formation a two-sided coin. It is the work of the Spirit in us and the discipline of us working with the Spirit that transforms us. As we wrap up this short snapshot session on spiritual formation, do we acknowledge we've merely scratched the surface of what spiritual formation is? Of course. But does this mini-message also serve as an invitation for you to consider the hero's journey of your own spiritual journey? Absolutely. Even now, what might the Spirit be nudging? Where might the Spirit be leading as you, the traveler, embark on a journey? As you choose to explore the hard and intentional work of spiritual discipline, purposing to give formation to your spiritual growth by journey's end, what heroic transformation might your life and faith look like? We end with the fitting and wise words of Dallas Willard. The greatest need you and I have, the greatest need of collective humanity, is renovation of our heart, that spiritual place within us from which outlook, choices, 
and actions come has been formed by a world away from God. Now it must be transformed. Indeed, the only hope of humanity lies in the fact that, as our spiritual dimension has been formed, so it also can be transformed. Prayer is one of the pillars of spiritual formation in the Christian faith. For some, structured prayer comes naturally, as if having a reverent and thoughtful conversation. For others, however, it can feel forced and come across as formal, limiting, and restricting. In this guided practice, we'd like to walk you through a technique based on loving-kindness mindfulness, which is a form of meditative prayer cultivating feelings of mercy, kindness, goodness, and favor. Our intention with this prayer practice is to help you expand your understanding of what prayer is and can be. But more so, we hope it serves as an encouragement for you as it helps you have a deeper relationship with God and live perpetually in the knowledge of His presence. Psalm 63 verse 3 says, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. The Hebrew word hased, translated as loving kindness in this verse, and is used 248 times in the Bible. It is also translated as mercy, kindness, goodness, and favor. As we begin this time of prayer, let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us hold loving space first for ourselves and then for others in our lives. Let's pray. O oh God, help me know that I am your beloved. May your Holy Spirit fill me with your unconditional and everlasting love so that I may deeply know my own belovedness, and so that I may be filled with Christ-like love to offer to others. May I come to know that this loving-kindness is your continuous posture towards me, O God, as I marinate in this prayer today. Amen. Let us now repeat the following four blessings out loud, or in your heart, starting with yourself. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy and at peace. May I be filled with your loving kindness, O Lord. Next, ask the Holy Spirit to bring someone to mind who makes your heart smile. With this person in your mind, allow a sense of their presence to be with you as you pray following four blessings over them. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy and at peace. May you be filled with the loving kindness of the Lord. Now ask the Holy Spirit to bring a stranger to mind. Perhaps the clerk at the grocery store, the farmer who harvested your coffee beans, or a school teacher or a principal. Now allow your imagination to bring you a sense of their presence as you offer up four blessings in prayer for them. May you be safe. 
may you be healthy. May you be happy and at peace. May you be filled with the loving kindness of the Lord. Now ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind someone you know who may be suffering. Maybe this is an acquaintance who is ill, a friend with marital discord, a parent in a refugee camp, or a child who is hungry. Using your imagination, allow a sense of their presence and what they might be feeling to be with you as you allow your heart to be moved to pray for them. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy and at peace. May you be filled with the loving kindness of the Lord. Finally, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind someone you may be struggling with. Perhaps a perpetuator of violence. Perhaps a public figure. Perhaps a family member that rubs you the wrong way. Or perhaps your neighbor. Allow a sense of their presence to be with you. And then receive the Holy Spirit's help in praying for them. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy and at peace. May you be filled with the loving kindness of our Lord. As we now close this time of prayer, let's take a moment of silence to ask God if there is any response or action that you are being called to today. Lord, is there anything else that you would like to lay in my heart today? May your kingdom come, Lord Jesus. You are so worthy of our love and praise.